0: blog talk radio hey everybody i'm terribly 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 sorry for the delay Um, once again we're having some technical issues uh, with, uh, with the main motherboard out of new york city and I apologize. Uh tonight it wasn't it wasn't the receiver on the other end, it was completely all them. So anyhow, um we're up and running now. <laughs> and for what little what comfort is, Joe will be calling in here momentarily and we should be able to get this show on the road. Um and again, I apologize. Um just real quick, uh, last last week Joe Lares was supposed to uh be my guest and we had some issues with him not being able to hear the show and so we're going to try to Try to get him back on at a later time you know when we can get a, a little bit better audio uh signal so anyway without any further ado i'm going to introduce our next guest here um this is joe briscoe of jb custom calls and uh i'm sorry like i said everybody for the little bit of a delay we've had tonight um, but it's been a real hoot so far so anyway um in case you guys don't know it um Joe's alter ego, all right, uh, is a guy named Roy Mercer, Roy D Mercer. It is and, not; it's
1: Charlie Tucker.
0: All right, whatever. <laughs> the first time, the first time he did that to me, I about crapped myself. I thought, oh boy, here I am. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get called out on the air. And uh, you you're doing really good. Get, you need to give some people a little bit of that Roy Mercer stuff there.
1: Oh my God, how big a boy are you? <laughs> there you go. <laughs>
0: What was the one you were doing to me now? You the, who's the manager or the inspector? Is that what it was?
1: Yeah. I was looking for the postal inspector. He inspected my package and my my monthly allotment of Viagra's mission. <laughs> it ain't funny.
0: <laughs> That's just wrong. <laughs> oh, man. I remember a friend of mine from out in western Kansas, he told me about him, and he said, man, you got to listen to this guy. He, he was talking to him about some... Uh, he called. He called a restaurant, and uh, pretended that his wife had gone through the drive-through, and that the manager was staring at her, at her cleavage, and made her very uncomfortable, and <laughs> was making lewd comments to his wife. And he was like, and his manager's like, "I have, sir, I have no idea what you're talking." To. Uh,
1: oh, he's best one was his wife went down there to buy a new car, and uh, what was it? She wanted a Mercury, but he wanted to show her his probe. <laughs> he was. I mean, that, that's probably the best one I've ever heard him do. It was fantastic.
0: That's crazy. That's just absolutely crazy. So, anyway, so how the how the heck is Joe Briscoe?
1: Man, it is hot down here. Everything's good. We're doing well. It's just hot.
0: Yeah. <laughs> are you guys? Are you guys getting any of that rain coming in off those storms in the Gulf? Or
1: no? No. We, I tell you what. We had a couple of late afternoon showers here, but it's just that time of year here. Yeah. So uh I mean not even enough to to settle the dust. It was uh waiting on some more. We're good well, though on this side of town, all our watersheds are full. Uh I finally get my duck hole back. Yeah. So
0: that's Hey just out of curiosity sake, what was the name of the guy on your staff that was gonna call in tonight?
1: I don't have any pro-sappers, but David oh. Sort's going to call in, probably what from are uh, 281-300. Oh,
0: okay, well, I believe he's probably on the air with us right now. Are you there?
1: Yeah, I'm here, Kelly.
2: How are you today?
0: I'm doing good. And what is your full name?
2: Uh, David Sort.
0: David Sort. I'm sorry, Joe doesn't understand that uh, From for people north of the Mason-Dixon line, he has to kind of slow down and enunciate better because. Uh. You know, we don't know I'm going
1: to sh- enunciate, all right.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: do you do that how with about I? Post?
1: How about I come whoop your ass and bring an interpreter?
0: Okay. <laughs> well, come I on does. up. It's a long drive, but it might be worth it. You know, I haven't had a good ass whipping in I don't know how long. And I'm uh, overdue. By God. <laughs> I am overdue, trust me. Uh, <laughs> my wife would probably throw you a little extra. to put a few extra licks on you there. <laughs> anyhow um so anyway what uh, just tell people a little bit about your calls your line of calls i mean how long you been doing it
1: and... uh i got yeah, started in 06 it really it it uh took off to a certain extent then i a 100 in the first 90 days and uh and then it it's it's really been cooking ever since day won the the um what was that? The real duck was it? Oh eight. Yes, sir. I know you ain't talking to me. Nobody calls me, sir. Um, <laughs> and, and then uh, progressed, and and uh, we got the goose calls in the line, and it's just been growing, steadily, right. steadily growing. So uh, we're tickled. Well, um, duck so calls. <laughs> We've got. We just added uh, a new spec call, of course, another spec call, um, and we've we've got a blue wing call now. So it's um, just a couple of little uh, things to add to it, you know.
0: I didn't. I didn't want to talk about the spec call right off the bat because pretty much after that I'm done, you know. And then uh, then I've got to listen to you be Roy Mercer for you know fifty three minutes. Well, I don't know. <laughs>
1: Uh, I don't know, Roy, but some people say I sound like him.
0: Well, you know what? You do. I swear to God, you do. And the first time you did that to me, I pulled the phone away from my ear and I looked at the phone call where it was coming from, and that's when I knew it was you, you little fart. You
1: know? It was
0: like, I, I know this voice, and I'm, I'm looking at that phone number. I can looking
1: how many people I get with that.
0: Um, well, you know, it, you have that, vo- you know, that voice kind of, before you say a whole lot you realize there's some serious threatening intent behind it, you know? <laughs> that gravelly, I got a rope and a shotgun in my truck, and we're going to go for a ride. <laughs> you
1: know? I'll, I'll tell you a short version of this one. I called. We do a lot of work for Exxon, so I called one of the guys down there. He was new. I said, do you know the in charge of the flare? He goes, yeah. And I said, making too much noise, and my chickens ain't laying no eggs. You need to turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> Needless to say it, he wasn't sure what to do. And I I let him that? off the hook, and he said, man, we really do get calls like that, Joe. We really do.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, what did he, how did you let him off the hook? I mean, did you keep him dangling Well, for a bit?
1: I, I, I finally, I said, you know, I can't go anymore. I was starting to laugh, so I finally let him off the hook.
0: Right. You know what would be funny? is if, if we could call somebody from our show while you're on the line and you just do that to them.
1: We might. Well, I've already got Kent. We can't do it to Kent.
0: Has he had a beer since then? Huh? Has he had a beer since
1: then? Uh, Yeah, that's right. He might have forgot. Oh, I forgot. Before I go any further, I
0: have a message for you from him. Oh, my God. Okay.
1: Yeah, it's, you tell Kelly Bell to kiss my butt. Really? I'm keeping it clean.
0: <laughs> that's the nicest thing he said to me in a year. So <laughs>
1: Yeah,
0: it's like old old times at family reunions with Ken around, you know. It's like <laughs> No, he called me up he called me up one night and he was explaining to me how the cat was cat was skinned and, and how he did this and how he did that and he had some some choice words about Antonio and you know, and about him and Antonio going duck hunting and he and he made some comments that uh would be completely completely on a grounds to just get me shot in certain parts of this country, you know, how to repeat it.
1: Um, well, you need to ask him about the call he he made up and sent a picture to Antonio. You need to ask him about that. I'm not going to ruin it.
0: All right. Okay. Uh, well, all right. <laughs> it's amazing. Those two guys get along, you know. I mean. Oh, they're, they're hilarious to get I know, I know. I mean, know. Like, it's, it's like, good God, Kent, you know. You can't say stuff like that. He goes Whoa. It's a
1: salt and pepper version of Laurel and Hardy.
0: Yeah, but my God. Oh well, you know, as long as, as long as Reverend Al Sharpton doesn't hear him talking, they're probably in good shape. So anyway, let's get back to talking about Joe's calls, all right? Yep. Let's say that let's say I'm just stumbling around a gun show or a duck call show or some sort of place where guys wear camouflage and have calls hanging around the neck or at. Right? And I see your calls. What What is going to be the first thing I'm going to, I'm going to notice about your calls that's different than everybody else's calls in that, at that show? Dave? It's not a trick
2: question. I would, uh... Oh, did you a, ask me a, or did you a, ask Dave from a, a yes, visual perspective <laughs> or from a sound perspective?
0: No, no, no. Uh, from from just a guy st- wandering around with a few bucks in his pocket to spend, you know? What's, what's uh, going to make him want to stop at your table and gawk at your stuff?
2: Uh, for me, it'd be the uh, the calls are very realistic sounding. Number one, and uh, number two, which may be even more important than number one, is uh, they're very easy to uh, run. So, take very little air. You know, okay, it's kind of what we strive for. It's point is to have a call that you know. Some of them sound fantastic, but uh, if you don't have air to put through them to make them sound like that, then what's the point? You know. So right. There's very few people uh, that are capable of making. A lot of these snow and speck calls sound the way they're supposed to sound uh, due to the amount of air that you have to put through them. You know, so not everyone is a contest caller. I say, you know, a lot of these calls. You know, 99% of the hunters out there will never uh, reach the maximum potential of these that these calls are capable of uh, doing. You know, but um, with these calls, you can, you can, you can achieve that. You know, so.
0: Well, have you, have, David, have you blown in some of the contests down there, like with for snows and specs and stuff that they have in Texas?
2: Oh, yes. Sir. I've been doing this since 2007, I believe.
0: Okay. Well, just out of curiosity's sake, um, how long have you been with Joe?
2: Uh, what has it been, Joe, since 2009?
1: I think it was it's late seven you oh. stumbled in here. And oh, yeah, 2008, uh, I guess. The World Real yeah. Duck and... 08, and then just won the state snow. Mm-hmm.
0: So Okay. Well before before you started blowing Mr. Briscoe's that didn't sound right. Before you started using Joe's calls Good <laughs> <laughs> <Duke> ball <laughs> I never do this. You bring out the dark side here, Joe. Anyhow. You blowing <laughs> <Joe's> <laughs> ball, uh yeah. Anyway. Um, what kind of what kind of snow goose or spec calls were you using before?
2: When I first I'm, 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 started,
0: yeah, I, don't, no, I mean sure. I'm being serious. I, I, what I'm trying to uh, find out here is the the variety, the spectrum of calls that you've used in the past. You know, so people can say, well, hey, I had one of those, or why, you know, it's probably not as good as this or that or whatever.
2: Correct. It, it all it started uh, with uh, Glenn Scobies. I mean, this is just for hunting. You know, back when I first started running hunts down at uh, at Midfield for Bay Prairie. We, uh, we we it was a staple to have a Glenn Scolby snow goose call and a PSO or a Shane Shanghai spec call, you know. So that's where uh-huh. that kind of began, and it progressed from there. And we were constantly trying to find something bigger and better, you know. And uh, there were a couple of great call makers in between that I had the privilege of uh, getting to know, and uh, they helped me out a whole lot. And uh, in between there and here, I uh, ended up meeting Joe, just kind of working uh, with Joe, uh, on some things and to kinda of get to where the point that we're at right now with uh with these
0: uh speck and snow calls so right. Um have you ever blown a red bone? Yes, sir, I have. And what what do you think of them?
2: Uh they're they're a good call once again. You know, it's uh for me personally it takes uh it takes too much air to run. Um but if you've got the lungs for it, more power to you, you know, and, and the right hands, they're a fantastic call, you know. There's uh, quite a few guys in uh, Louisiana that run them, and uh, they're just phenomenal. You know, callers that sound great on them. Like I said, it's just it's just preference. You know, um, I, I
0: can't say anything bad
2: or negative on on any of them, really. You know.
0: Oh no, I, I wasn't asking for that. I was I was just trying yeah. to get a comparison. Um,
2: right.
0: You know, it's kind of like the rage these days seems to be that everybody wants to get a hold of a cut down call, an old cut down, right, right for Duck. Right. All right, and that right. sounds all great, and that sounds good, and they look goofy, you right. know, they turn them upside right. out and backwards, and then you go to you go to a, uh, blowing on the darn things, and if you don't have a compressor hooked up to your butt, you're going to be passed out in the yeah. bottom of the blind, you know. Right, right. And right. the right
2: hands, they're exactly. That's like anything else. In the right hands, they're 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 great for the right people. Right. Um, yeah. But, but uh, that's not what I, you know, we we're, we're. I was. That's not kind of the vision I had and Joe had either when when we saw kind of together
1: so right well what, or, or, when I started Kelly it was ease of use that's number one I want something that I can make sure I kill birds with that's where this whole deal started that's still the main priority number two is ease of use and if I got something in my hand as you say a cut down that again like you said it, it takes a compressor to run I I don't want that I want something I can pick up every time I pick it up, it's it's ease of use. And it's tuned to me. So anybody that has the 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 ability to come by here, we'll sit here and whittle on it till we get it to fit them. Because everybody's air presentation is different. Yeah. Right. And especially
2: down here in Texas, I mean, there's a ton of people that goose hunt, and they're setting their ways, and they're not willing to put in the time. Practice to learn how to run that call like it should be running, You know that it takes to get to that
0: level of calling. I, I'm going to tell you that's very just, that's just not obvious. a Texas thing. That's not a Texas uh, thing. That's yeah. that's anywhere where there's a heritage or a or a, right. a history of waterfowl right. hunting. Um, right. They they grew up around it. They think oh you know I listen to my dad, my brothers, my uncles, and they think right. they're just a born natural. And then they're not. Right. You know it's
2: absolutely absolutely kind of the but same you know, thing. They, they, a, lot they, they a lot of Americans think
0: that we're born Excellent shots, but we're not. It takes practice,
2: no. absolutely. but you know at the same time, you still want to go out there and be able to use that instrument as a tool and be effective with it. you
0: know oh absolutely and, uh, yeah, before we get so. into the into the into the specifics of that spec call because you know i I saw the video was that you in the in the video David no, yes, no that's me. Oh back feathers yeah. you haven't looked that good in your life. <laughs> You ain't made enough <laughs> money for that kind of plastic surgery, <laughs> double They
1: <head>. got <laughs> me big, sexy. No, I'm kidding. Now, I tell you <laughs> yeah, what, if that would
0: have been, been you, Joe, there would have been stab marks all over from your all over your face from the time you tried to eat Chinese food with chopsticks. You know you, don't uh-huh. so, anyway, I did no, eat curious.
1: Japanese food today.
0: <laughs> What's
1: that? I did eat Japanese food for lunch today.
0: Okay. Speaking
1: Boy. of chopsticks, smart-ass.
0: <laughs> I'm psychic. Anyway, um, no, I saw that video. Is that video is that posted up on YouTube so everybody can see it, or is that something they have to go to your website for?
1: Um, it's it's on YouTube, and we also have an iPhone app now, so we've uploaded it to the iPhone
0: app. So okay, so they can go and they can go and listen to this this demo yeah. before we get a demo going on on YouTube, and it's just JB calls. For JB Custom Calls. JB or? Custom Calls. Okay.
1: And there's there's three of them on there. There's actually there's a snow and then our big gut spec and then this new prime time.
0: Okay. All right. Well, we have a customer. Actually, not one of my customers. Actually, yeah, yes, he is. Rick. He uh, lives down in Texas, and his son lives right up the road from you. He wants to know a little bit about your new teal call. Can you, are you guys going to demo that for us tonight too?
1: Uh. I can. Okay. Well, yeah, I can. Yeah. Right. Um. There. We. I prototyped one last year. We changed it up just a tad, and uh, it's it's pretty neat. I know we had a lot of success with it uh, last teal season, and uh, you know we we're pretty excited when we when we got it out. So. Uh
0: huh. Okay. So you, you
1: yeah you it's, just, Kelly, this thing is less than three inches long. Uh-huh. It's uh, it's it's pretty neat. So
0: now are these all acrylic or do you make you make wood calls too? Don't you?
1: Oh yeah, lots of wood. We, we only wood wise the fuel calls we did in uh, in diamond wood. As far as the regular calls, all I mess with is boat art, coca bola and uh, and a few African blackwoods.
0: Right. You know, I well I'll tell you what, the the more I start getting into various aspects of this, um I, I, I stand here in my shop and I and I look around, and I look at all the different kinds of wood I've got. And you know, in order to get a good deal on wood you gotta buy so much of it. Okay, and then yeah then you get you, you think, hey man, there's gonna be a run on this and whatever reason, it's just kinda like you get sucked into the same thing that you do with acrylic. And um you know, the thing about it is I'm standing there looking at you know, sixty chunks of this and fifty three chunks of that and twenty seven chunks of this and, you know, it's like there's a lot to be said for limiting the the types of wood that you carry in stock. There really is.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I'm sitting here on a bunch of uh, western cedar I was going to use for for teal calls and I and I changed my mind simply because, you know, this diamond wood's so neat and we got the price for right on them. So, um, yeah, I mean I. Everybody that's blown it so far seems to like it. So,
0: well, that diamond wood—if you can stand the smell of the crap—it's pretty good stuff. And, and when you can already get it in dowels, you know that's that's pretty a sweet deal right there, right? In, in and yeah, the that
1: kind of that kind of helps it.
0: And uh, putting the finish on those—it's like you know, use a buffing wheel, a little bit of wax, and you're good to go. You know. Yeah, and, and that's stuff, that's all we did it. on these. so. Yeah. Well, tell me more a little about the little teal call. I mean. Um, does it does it have a set Is it like an Arkansas style soundboard or is it different? Actually soundboard?
1: yes, it does. It has an Arkansas style uh tone board in it. It's the the uh the call itself is one piece and then the tone board's inside of it and it's got a uh it's got an O ring on it, so it's it's not gonna come out.
0: Right. So So that means if I buy one to try to figure out how you did it I'm gonna have to hammer it into dust and
1: <laughs> no, but it doesn't take much to knock it out I mean, eventually you got to change the I put uh, I put Sanfran wedges in them Or, or uh, cork in them mm-hmm. To uh, You know, that way you get some more time out of it With cork, you'd I mean, for us This is a call you use three weeks out of the year You know, 15 days And, you know Those blue wings are going to Nicaragua So, it's kind of something we we look at. I look at as we use it three weeks out of the year, and then it, it gets put up.
0: I thought you guys had teal down there a lot longer than we did, cause, I mean, we, oh, we had a of many many lot days. of green wings
1: come in, but all the blue wings bail out of here and head to Nicaragua. So, huh?
0: It's amazing how far those little farts fly. I mean, where well, they start off from up there in the Canadian prairies, and you, you know would,
1: th- uh, You'd really be surprised at. Uh, well we got in resident population now. What's that? Blue wings. Oh,
0: okay. Blue wings,
1: shovelers. Uh few gadwalls, lots of tree ducks of course, but uh.
0: Yeah. Well that's cool. We usually see the blue wings here and uh a few days before the little season starts and the first time it gets down to fifty degrees at night, I mean they're they're long gone. And I mean Generally, our teal season starts here or not I mean not, teal, but our dove season starts here on September first, and i I'm not kidding when I say this within the first ten days of that season, we'll have a cold front come through here that'll move most of the doves and every teal out of the place, you know ninety <laughs> and uh I just it's frustrating some years you're covered up with teal and other years you you don't see a one went bass fishing at the pond last night with my son, and we were catching a crap out of bass and about Oh, 740 or so, I said, watch the dust start coming in here. I swear to God, if I'd have had a dip net, I could have, I could have hammered them. <laughs> they were flying over the berm and, and just ripping into the, uh, the where we were down there on the sandy beach. And uh, they had no regard for us at all, but come September 1st, that'll be a whole different gig, you know. So
1: Yeah, and then we've got, what, roughly 20 days between uh, North Zone and South Zone, and and... I mean, we're talking across the interstate, it's north divides north and south. So uh when they start getting hammered in the north, all of a sudden they disappear and all they, oh, they gotta do is fly across the highway.
0: So right. do you do do you do much ocean hunting? I mean
1: No. No, no, no. Uh the bay's right here in my backyard and every now and again we'll we'll get an itch and my neighbor and I, we we've got our own boat ramp here in our neighborhood, so we put in and we'll go out there and uh, take a flask and some cigars and sit out there and you know shoot
0: some
1: shoot some divers in the evenings, right. But mainly smoke cigars and drink whiskey.
0: Well, yeah, you're in Texas. <laughs> well, yeah, part of a rite of passage, part of, part of being there. So anyway, well, well now, okay. everybody's
1: privileged enough to be here.
0: Okay. it's true. There's a whole lot of truth in that. Um, so how many how many calls do you have in your lineup this year, Joe? I mean, I know that, you know, that, I don't know if you knew it or not. I mean, I probably already told you, but um, we acquired uh, Caller Supply here, you know, Correct. back a couple months ago. Yep. And, you know, I thought I understood that side of the business pretty well, and I found out I had no clue. All right. Every year you guys are looking for the newest thing, the latest, greatest color, the, the best sound, the new little thing, the hook, or whatever you want to call uh-huh. it. And, uh, you know, multiply that times 12 companies. I mean, my head is just... Yeah. Uh, and then uh, stuff goes away, stuff comes back, and, and you kind of scratch your head and you go, why did you discontinue that call? And then, you know, they they, you know, they explain their reasoning behind it and it's like, oh, okay, well, I never looked at it like that, you know, and it's, you know, it has, it's opened my eyes uh, a lot to that side of the industry, I just kind of, uh, to be brutally honest with you, I just thought oh, that's a no-brainer, I mean, you send out an order for X number of X, Y, and Z calls made out of X, Y, and Z material, and that's it, you know, I didn't think a whole lot about it. <laughs> putting the catalog together, the pricing, you know, all the other crap that goes with it, you know, and now I'm paying a price for my arrogance to I yeah, to be honest with you, you know, so anybody ever well, anything bad about before? I
1: apologize. So.
0: Well, no, no, no. uh
1: well I'll give you an example. The the uh the the new spec hall we have a friend of mine in Dave's was over here and I've got these boxes up on the shelf and I put all the stuff I'm tinkering with and I'll i forget about it. But well, he started digging through there and he found the spec the spec hall. And he said, he went to blowing on it, and he kept blowing on it. And he goes, man, you, this thing needs you need to do something with this. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, we, we, David seen it. I sit there and cut one by hand, and, and I just would put it on the back burner because there's so much going on. Right. And, uh, you know, next thing you know, uh, I sent the gut off. Bill Rombach said, yeah, let let's do this. Let's partner on this. So that's what we've done, and you know, it's it's going.
0: Um, well, tell people who your partner is. They may not recognize the name, but they they might recognize the company.
1: Bill Rombach. He's a gut maker to the stars, is what we call him, and uh, he owns a company called Shell Creek Game Calls. So he sells a lot of parts, um, and and calls as well. Good stuff, but. We use all machine guts in all our disc calls, so
0: machine guts goose guts to the stars. That's great.
1: Yeah, gut maker to the stars.
0: Wow. That's what we call it. <laughs> okay. Well that's pretty sweet. <laughs> that's a title. Can you put that on a business card? Um,
1: I think we got it copyrighted. Do you really? <laughs> no, I'm
0: kidding. It wouldn't surprise me. Well, <laughs> let's uh let's talk about the spec call now what's okay. the biggest difference between it and pretty much everybody else out there on the market I mean I know there's a, a few other uh, guys that have got the smaller narrower guts um mm-hmm. like for example uh, the old guy the old boys that have the old what used to be the old company was that d mm-hmm. calls okay they've got yep. those um there's the I'm trying to think of who else has them. The guys that make a million calls a day, um, Herders. Hey, Dale. Yeah, Hey, Dale. I'm sorry, not Herders. Hey, Dale. Uh, yep. Who else? I think uh, Shane Kai uses a, a smaller gut.
1: Uh, Fred Zink uses a smaller gut. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not, not sure. about well it. So what's what man's
2: calls you, Sean Man? I don't know if he's small.
1: Sean Man uses five uh, a big gut, uh, yeah. Um, the difference is we tweaked it to where it's again. I mean, we go back to ease of use, and uh, so we we've tweaked it. We've done some things to it to uh, to enhance the ability for ease of use, and uh, you know when you when you combine it with what we did to the insert, it, it's. I mean, it runs really, really easy. So, um, so far, so good, all the feedback we're getting.
0: So, Right.
1: Um, so, what we were basically able to
2: do is, 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 is get, you know, that ease of use, but still still uh, be able to keep that, that realistic sound at the same time, you know.
0: Right. right. You know, I was telling Joe, when, when we were talking about these guts, and it's been a couple of weeks ago, um, I've got a a box of uh, spat guts that I bought from an old boy years ago and they're basically half inch and they got that little tab on the front of them you know and the guy that I bought them from told me you know don't mess with that tab this is this is for this and this is for that and it's like I got to looking at it and the the length of reed that was actually sticking out from underneath the wedge okay was very minuscule right <laughs> and then that little tab on the front of that thing I could not figure out for the freaking life of me what that had anything to do with anything, you know, as far as lift or anything like that, and uh, I think I shared with you, I cut one of them off, and
1: damn, mm-hmm.
0: you know, it sounded just as good, <laughs> you know? and then you were the one that told me they, that, wasn't that thing was on there, because they used it to pop it out of the molds. That's right?
1: what I was told well, way back when, so um, ours doesn't ours have a step on the front. Yeah.
2: That's a whole so, other debate on its own,
1: really. <laughs>
0: yeah it really is it... well, neither here nor there. um I'll tell you what the thing about it is I heard your guys's call, and you know I've listened to a ton of spec calls i you know i I built some spec calls and not very many um and i mean i'm I'm a big enough person to admit that uh mine sound decent I mean, well, if you've never heard one before, they sound friggin awesome but once you compare them to anybody else's out there, i mean. They're just they're like anybody else's, um, and of course, a lot of that has to do with the person running the thing, as we all know. Uh, but when after I saw that video you sent me, uh, it was like holy crap! It was like the difference between a Volkswagen Beetle and a Ferrari. You know what I'm saying?
1: Well, I, I think where a lot of mm, where where some callmakers makers miss the boat is they're 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 trying to make a Canada gut into a spec gut. And you can't do it. It it's you know, it's it's two different animals. Um, um to re- sound that, you know, like that's that definitely about Kelly. Definitely. Um,
0: right. Well which I mean which in your opinion, and I mean I'm don't don't misunderstand me here, but uh which in your opinion, um, the five I mean like mine, the ones I use right now, uh they're mm-hmm. a modified clucker gut, okay? Uh, I tweak the read on it. I mod- modify the slope on it just a little bit, you know, and then I I uh, put a slight bevel on the edge on the tab, all right, and so I get I get plenty of range on the thing. Um, and, I mean, I can I can get just a crap load of sounds out of the thing, but, I mean, you know, the spec, you're not trying to go for every freaking sound they ever make. You're just going for clucks and yodels and little moans and...
1: The, uh, the, the key word you said there was slope, right that's that's the key you you figure that out you gotta made. you can't do it with a Canada gun
0: right, so well, I figured that out 'cause i can I could only get so many different pitches. That was the one thing I noticed about yours it didn't It didn't sound like a single speck okay there was there was slight variations in the yodels on that to where it sounded like there was like four or five birds popping on there, you know I see it, and uh. That's what that's what got my attention. I mean, I've listened to some of those guys' the competition, um, you know, programs. I've listened to, and they sound good. But it literally sounds like one, possibly two, specs just busting their their gut trying to get somebody's attention. And that one that you guys had, I swear to God, I, it sounded like three or four different birds. Not kidding. So and a, lot of, a lot of that,
2: a lot of that's a style of calling as well. Right.
0: So. Yeah. Well I mean you mean, can anyway. do but
2: to be able to do both styles on, on one call, you know, old school and then this new style of calling, you know, it's uh well, what it's, do you call it? I'm sorry. Now go ahead. It's it's uh it's a little more difficult to do. You know, some calls you you can get that old school that loo loo la 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 sound out, no problem. But when you go to putting that those real sharp bursts there and there, like you said, start pop making that call pop and get high pitched. Uh, a lot of those, a lot of those other calls can't handle that much air being put through it. You lock them up. So,
1: what well, we've made sure of on this, on this new call, and you know, once you, once you know, if anybody's going to buy the gut, that when it leaves here, you can do both styles on it. If if you're an old style caller, you can blow it, very easy. If you're somebody that can run a, a a new style of calling it, it'll do that it'll it'll do both we make sure when we're sitting here tuning that that you can run both on it
0: well question you guys going to have a dvd or, or a C, cd coming out anytime soon to help people with that type of calling
2: um, or, uh, we, go ahead that's kind of what the, the vision we have with the app. You know, uh, what we're what we're planning on doing is putting instructional material on there. You know, um, say every I don't know month, add a couple different clips on. You know, whether it's hand position, air presentation, uh, that type of thing. You know, versus putting a DVD out there. You know, just just making it more uh, accessible. accessible to people, so they can use yep. it on the fly too. You know, a lot of people don't have a PC. Around them, but uh, you know, most people do carry smartphones now, so uh, right. makes it makes a little, a little more easy for people to, you know, use use it. So
0: that's a good that's a good idea. Seriously, I mean, um, <laughs> I could actually see good old boys sitting out there, you know, in their trucks in the morning before they get ready to hunt, and going, okay, let's see if we can get this done. You know, go back and listen to. It. I'm serious. Yeah,
1: but I I'm thinking of a bunch of rednecks that'll get out there and play it.
0: Uh, yeah, we we'll put that disclaimer
1: on the website. On that,
2: on
0: oh, we have yeah, so. too. <laughs> yeah, I could see. Yeah, that would be bad. Um, but yeah, I could see where that would happen. I really could. Um, but you know what? That it, it's going to happen no matter what you do. So. Oh yeah. You, I mean, they're going to get caught. But you know what? Oh, that oh, that would be bad. You got caught with a smartphone, and the last program <laughs> you played was oh yeah, spec calling. You know, and what do you get those extra speakers for? <laughs> and get a luggage, so we're out here jamming. Anyway, um, let me see. All right, Rick, do you have to buy both state licenses? Okay, question for you. Uh, you would know this. There's a guy that's in uh, North Texas, and one's in Southeast Oklahoma next to Lake Texoma. Okay, mm-hmm. to fish that lake or hunt that lake, do you guys have to have both Oklahoma and Texas licenses? Are you asking? asking me? I'm asking either one of you.
2: <laughs> Hell, man, I, I don't know. A... That's too far for me to go. Okay, I live down here in Mexico, man. You're asking the wrong guy.
0: All right, <laughs> Mexican duck hunters. Yeah, those are far. Those are far and few between. Close okay. Enough. All right. Well, let's let's give us a demo of that fricking call if you don't mind. All
2: right, hang on a
0: second.
2: All right, can, can you hear you me now?
0: Yep. <laughs> that uh, you can do the old-school sound in it, too. Now, see, that was... I'm going to tell you, with with the acoustics you've got right there, you know... Um, that was really hard to appreciate, but I'm going to tell you what. It distorts bad in the phone. You can't. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, it does. It, it, it's it's horrible. It's horrible pickup on there. Um, but like I said, if you guys go to YouTube and you and you try that little call out or listen to it, I think you're going to be kind of amazed because um, it's like what you just heard. Uh, and you go to YouTube. It, it's it's like like night and day. Okay. And I'm, I'm not bad mouthing your style of call. No, no, no. It's just, just most of these phones pick don't up. have the I mean, a.
2: Exactly,
0: okay, so
1: next I'm way. back, somehow, I got dropped.,
0: oh, I hung up on you anyway, well, my God, <laughs> well, I mean, I had the talent on the line, so why not? anyway? Uh, well, this is
1: true. Why did I leave now? Have a nice evening.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, um, do you have a, an opportunity? Could you show us that little field call or? Give us a sound on that, or is that all possible? Do you got one of
1: them, David, or do you want me to blow it? Uh, I don't have one. I, I pick Here, one up I got one. Hang room. on. It's pretty simple. Five or six notes. I mean, it's pretty simple.
0: Okay. All right. And those are, those are well, you said what, three inches long?
1: Yeah, it's right at, I think it's. A little under three, huh?
0: Okay. You know where? Uh, r- real quick question for you. Um, hold on here. What do you say, uh, Barbers Hill High School? Yeah. Okay. It's right up uh, the road. Rick, yeah, Rick here. He, that's where his uh, son graduated from there, and his daughter's a senior there this year. So, yeah, he oh, said okay, his slid right up the road from you. So. Yep. Anyway. Okay, I live in Cove to- is where
1: I live, so it's that's, that's all right here.
0: Cove? That would Cove. explain the water in the backyard?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Seriously?
0: Yeah, okay. Well, that that makes sense. Okay, well, let's ta- tell us some more about the rescue calls you got.
1: Uh, you know, as far as the wood calls go, duck calls, double and single in wood, double and single in <laughs> acrylic. Several colors. Uh the new spec call we've got in one, two, three colors and three colors of inserts and uh, you know quite a few different colors in the uh in the in our original in the big
0: gut. Okay. So how many calls total do you have in your lineup?
2: Spec, spec, snow, Canada. Canada
1: two the uh I'd say eight eight if you're counting you know two in acrylic as far as duck go two in wood oh well, hell nine we we'll got the the blue one Cole so right. okay all
0: right now when when we were talking about the bigger guts okay mm-hmm. I know that there's a a certain school of thought out there and I mean I've I've seen them. I've questioned them and I've just kind of shake my head and scratch my head and go, Okay. I don't get it. Alright, and that's the the brass the brass guts. Okay. Um I mean they look pretty. Don't misunderstand. Uh they look a lot prettier in, in black plastic, but uh, I just I don't get it. I've I've used one, I've blown one, belongs to a friend of mine, and I just uh I guess I'm just kind of at a loss. I don't I don't I don't see what I mean. Hmm. You guys ever gonna Once make something again, like that? No. No. Okay. <laughs> All right.
1: Well, that was fast, a, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, I mean, it didn't take you long to sit down and roll that one over.
1: Well, I, I just think it's overrated, and yeah. people are wearing reeds out on, on brass stone boards. Yeah. You know, um. And then in this part of the world, as humid as it is, they'll they'll turn on you. Okay. They'll turn green on you, so it' eh, too much maintenance. Not when I can machine uh Delrin and and get something that you don't have to worry about much.
0: Right. What so. I mean with with yours, I'm just asking, um, how much of the reed actually extends beyond the wedge on yours? Because yours looks like it's got a, a, a much more radical slope to it than <laughs> you talking about the thing? new
1: one or the the old one? The new one. Oh,
2: let me see.
0: That one's pretty short. Let me get one. Yeah, there we
2: go. Uh, This
1: one's a half inch. Okay. So, depending on, you know, how a person blows it,
0: uh-huh. in and around a half inch. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, now, do you, when when you sell those calls, do you sell extra reads with them? Yes. Because I would imagine... Um,
1: you are charge
0: extra. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't even need to ask you that. I already knew that. That was a full blown conclusion. <laughs> Yeah, just just for the record, ladies and gentlemen, I've got a customer of mine in, in, in Russia uh, that ordered a set of calls, and he wanted a really nice spec call. And uh, Joe told me about his new guts and stuff, and I was going to order some from him. And this gentleman, he's pretty well connected over there with, you know, folks in the industry and hunts. And he says if he really likes them, you know, there'd probably be a lot more sales coming from it. So I kind of got a little excited. And, uh, so I contacted Joe and was talking to him. And he goes, I just sold blank, blank, blank. Number of hundreds of sets It's like Really That's that's swell <laughs>
1: I, I wasn't trying to bust your bubble No
0: no I'm glad you I did, I'm glad you did Because then I can you know Get my expectations Back down in the gutter Where they belong You know <laughs> Some bitch <anyway. laughs> uh, No but um, I'll tell you what Over there in Russia It's kind of an interesting thing Um you know, for the longest time, they weren't allowed to do any hunting. I mean, when it was the Soviet Union, it was, like, verboten. And uh, so when, when that all fell apart, I mean, the the hunting world over there just went crazy. And Russia is a is a very sparsely populated part of the world, believe it or not. And, uh, like, Siberia is like, like Alaska and Canada. I mean, it's like all that, and it's just wild out there like that. And there's white front geese over there, like the number one goose over there. Um, those are the red leg geese, um, and uh, I've had guys send me sound files of those. Have you ever heard of those red leg geese? Gray legs. Yeah. Or gray legs. Yeah. Oh, the
1: gray legs and uh And yeah. there are pink foots too, or is that just yeah, in yeah. the UK?
0: Yeah, pink
1: foot And, gray and legs.
0: I and you know they'll send me a sound file and and ask me in broken English, can you make call this sound? Uh, <laughs> no, in Dusladya. You. <laughs> you <know, I, laughs> no, can't figure that crap out. You need to get yourself some honest to god real geese. Get some Canada geese over there, you know. Anyway, um, now once again, going back, going back to your uh, your spec call. What, Mm -hmm. aside from the fact that it's it's obviously a smaller tone channel, it's a smaller Mm -hmm. diameter thing, which means Mm -hmm. less air to run, right?
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: I'm I'm going. Uh,
1: well, let me say this, we, and, we, you know, we just got done with the Lafayette Show, and everybody that walked up, whether they wanted to blow a big gut or small gut, the old um, frame of mind they had was they, they take a call and they just clinch it. And, you know, because you really had to choke those calls to uh, to break create them. back back pressure, create that back pressure. Exactly.
2: So right.
1: now, I mean, you you have to think, and basically, i to sit there and show people. Look, you don't have to blow these like this. You got to open your hands up, and then once they hit that right note with their hands open, it it you could see it. I mean, the light the light came on. So right. it's uh, it's totally opposite of running an old. An old style small gut.
0: Okay. Well, you know one thing I, uh, and I, you know, I'm not forget, it, I'm not going to say this on the air. There's no sense in shooting myself in my other foot.
1: Well, oh, um, go ahead.
0: No, no, no. Now that my Russian Empire is no more. Um,
2: <laughs>
0: hey, I'm still selling duck calls to the to the guys over in Afghanistan that are using to flush out guys out of the hills. So you know, you ain't got you ain't got nothing on me, Joe. Um, oh, cool. I'm honest to God. My brother bought a set of duck calls from me and sent him to some of his buddies that were in a, um, well, let's just say long distance shooting was what they did. And when we first went into Afghanistan and to Torabora, right. these guys were they were using them to get people to start looking around and see what that what was making that noise.
1: <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs>
0: he sent me pictures. It's like, okay, I can't use that on my website. Uh, you know, I would. I know you would because you live in Texas, you get away with that crap. I can't because I work for the government and I couldn't get away from that crap. So but it's kinda kinda cool. Anyway, I digress. Um what else you got coming down the road? I mean you're getting kinda kinda creative and I mean, you know, instead of just sitting back on your laurels here you're gonna start coming up with some more stuff, right?
1: Um, yes and no. I mean uh to to add two more this year was was a lot. Of course we prototyped the blue wing last year and like I said had a lot of success with it and then um you know, we pull the spec off the uh, the back burner and and uh having success with it as as well as you know, selling parts for that one. We're not selling guts off our uh, our large our big gut or five h gut. We're selling to all call makers and whoever the uh the small guts.
0: So Okay. Well you know that was one thing I told you, and I know that your your partner in crime over there. he's got his on the website. I saw those the other night that's yeah. i didn't I didn't know who that was that you'd teamed up with okay mm-hmm. and I didn't know it was a call maker to the stars and so yeah,
1: he's he's been making parts for us for quite a long time and uh he does uh for several other call makers Myers being one of them and yeah. uh gosh, what's the guy's name in Delaware that's one the One of the champion of champions that makes John Taylor. Uh, Oh yeah. I know John Taylor was looking to him to uh, to start getting some parts from as well. So um, you know he he's he's very good at it. Right. And he's patient, which for somebody like me is important because I have none.
0: That's you know that's just kind of a byproduct of ADD. Anyway, um, no, I mean, it's a
1: byproduct of being coonass. That's what happens. Being what? <laughs> being coon-ass. That's what happens. It's bred into tech, you like that. I thought that. you had to be from Short Louisiana fuse. to be a coonass.
0: Mm-hmm. Huh? Why? I thought I thought you had to be from Louisiana to be a coonass.
1: I Dude. was conceived there, man.
0: Oh, well, my that, dad
1: didn't speak English till he was six.
0: Seriously, he was Cajun?
1: Um, yeah, my dad's, yeah. And okay. when they spoke French in school, they whacked him across the knuckles. That's a true story.
0: I, I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. That uh, There's a show on TV my son absolutely loves called Cajun Justice.
1: Oh, man, yeah.
0: That is that is one bad little show. And, I mean, those people, that is that is exactly, when I watch that thing, I'm thinking that's this isn't just made up. This is really how these people are. And uh you hear him talking and, and you know, he records every episode. I'll go back, I'll listen to that, I say, Well what did he say? And I'll rewind that thing. I've had to I've had to listen to that two or three times. And you would think with the number of times that Kent has been on the show, I would have that crap down pat, but no. It uh, it's amazing. It's it's Well, very cool Arkansas stuff.
1: dialect's a little different.
0: It's close though. I mean when those those cajun people. Um but anyway. Um you digress again. I know. I, that's another symptom of ADD, you just lose your train of thought. You know, you kind of, ooh, something shiny, and then I'm off on another tangent. So, anyway, if somebody had an old crappy call that, that, that they used to thought was pretty good and they wanted to put your guts into it, uh, what are they going to have to do?
1: They're going to have to call Kelly Bells and get, them to <laughs> get Kelly to redo it, just like he did my neighbors.
0: Funny you mention that. I just did one for somebody, not not using your guts, okay? He had a he had one of those that had a big old 5 8 inch bore in it. And yep. I, I had to sleeve it so it had a half inch bore, and uh, I put a, a snow goose insert into it, and he's mm-hmm. tickled to death, you know. That's um, all guess, it matters as long as they're
1: back using it.
0: Yeah, that's the important thing. But does your uh, neighbor really boom. like that call? What's that? I said, did your neighbor really like that call? Oh, man,
1: I'm telling you, he, he held in the box. I said, let's look familiar. And, I mean, he went to tears. It was his dad. So, uh, yeah, he had a big tear in his eye. He was tickled
0: to death. Oh, man, I'm so happy to hear that. Yeah, You know, I get I get a lot of those calls. Not a lot. I get several of those calls every year, you know, that people had for a re- one reason or the other, and they want to get them redone. And, you know, a lot of times um, it's just – there's a lot of work that goes into that, okay? A lot more than a lot of people know. I mean, you can go in there and, and half ass it and make it kind of look good and, you know, clean it up, throw some oil on it, call it good. But if you really want to do it right, it takes some time. And, you know, when you're holding something that's, you know, 75 to 100 years old that belonged to somebody's grandpa or dad or whatever, and there's, <laughs> drop that on the, drop that brittle piece of wood you sent me on the shop floor. You know what happens, oh, yeah. That, right? Yeah. It's oh, yeah. deal. So, yeah. Um,. <laughs> I I enjoy doing that kind of stuff. I really do, and I I wanted to thank you very much for recommending me, you know, to him. Uh, uh, I,
1: I he said, "Can you do something to this?" I said, "No," but I know who can, and that's when I pick up the phone. I mean, I knew who to send it to. Well,
0: I appreciate it. I mean, um, I really do. I appreciate it. I mean, I don't they, even you remember
1: what kind of what kind of call was that. I know it was a, a it was a real call, but
0: it was an old Bean Lake call.
1: Yeah, that's right. Yep, yeah, it sure was.
0: And, uh, you know, the the insert was history, and, I mean, all we had was a barrel, and we had to kind of build yep. it backwards, you know. Um, yep. The barrel was cracked, and it was drier than a Texas desert, I swear to God. That thing sucked up mineral oil like nobody I've ever seen, you know. Mm-hmm. I put it in a quart jar, and next day all the oil was gone, and the call was the size <laughs> of a watermelon. But anyway, <laughs> had to squeeze <laughs> her out, but... Nah, you know that it really turned out good and uh I was real happy to do that for your for your, your neighbor there. And that's always that's always kind of one of those iffy things, you know, somebody asks you to do it for somebody else and you're like, "Oh god, you don't want to screw it up because you know, if I screw it up, you're going to feel bad. He's going to feel bad, but you're going to have to listen to it, all right? Yeah. So uh, that's the downside. So, yeah. we got about we got about 5 minutes left. Could you could you I'll tell you what. Let's let's do that uh Spec call demo again, if you don't mind. Would that be all right?
1: Which one do you want? You want the big gut this time or you want the, the new one?
0: Whatever. i do I tell you what, do both.
1: Do okay. the big gut and then do Play the it way. on, Dave.
2: Alright, hang on here. I gotta go back in my studio, man. You know oh, trying to get away studio. from the screaming I'm trying to get away from the screaming kids and Spongebob, so
0: well, Good luck with that for the next fifteen years. Well, <laughs> watch out
1: the Taekwondo you.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're
1: all that. Hang on one second.
2: All right, can y'all hear me now? Yeah, yep. Let's do a, this is a big gut call, big the gut, big gut call first. Just see you can hear the difference. I, it'll probably just
0: stored again because I'm in pretty close quarters here, so. <laughs>
2: pretty bad or can you hear it? No
0: that's in a great
2: nine one one.
0: A small <laughs> gut's
2: a little higher pitch, you know, but yeah, that was a smaller gut. So,
0: well, they they both sound good. You know what? And hearing them one right after the other like that, um, I was expecting to hear the volume, the actual volume, kind of drop off on that smaller gut you know, it compared doesn't. to the big gut. But there, there's no drop off in volume at all.
2: No, there's not. There's really isn't. You get and that actually, high in
0: it. You 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 could tell. I mean, just by listening to you you could actually tell that your your effort to blow the smaller one was less than with the big one. You were really trying to oh, yeah. pop that big one to get it to go. Right, right.
2: I like well, it takes my more, it takes more air to drive the big one. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's it's a lot more diaphragm. You know, I'm pressing on my diaphragm yeah. a lot more to push that air up. But with that little one, I can literally, you know, take the air that's in my throat and in my mouth and, and push it up with my tongue and, and then make it make it roll like that. So. Okay. You now, know, what, what we couldn't do
1: with the older cuts – is you know you you really had to have a lot of back pressure and by the end of a hunt, man, I'm talking a severe headache right between your eyes oh,
2: yeah. because
1: you were having to push on it so hard, and, and you know that's over. Well,
0: that's you know <laughs> that that right there when you're saying that I'm thinking, okay, who could who would be the most uh, attracted to this call? First of all, young hunters who don't have very big lungs all right, Uh the younger guys, women, all right, they've got smaller lung capacity. Guys that have smoked for 25 years, all right, seriously. Um, and some of the yep. older guys that have smoked, that quit smoking, they still want to get out, but they can't blow a big call because they get winded, you know. You know. Yeah. Um, I'm just thinking, and if it's really that easy to, to, to blow, I mean, I don't know why it wouldn't appeal to a lo- lot of people from the standpoint of, uh, just from the standpoint that you're not, you're not sitting there with a headache or passed out or, you know, you're not really asleep, but you're, like, your head's all dizzy, you know. Yeah, so. and it
2: will. It, you know, it's a matter of time, you know. Like I said, this call is relatively new. It is brand you new. Know, I haven't had it out in but a month, hardly. Uh, yeah, I mean, we introduced
1: it at Lafayette, so. Um,
2: it, it'll take it'll take another six months, you know, when people start, you know, here fall comes around the corner, starts cooling off, people get the bug to start buying goose or duck calls again, you know. And um, hopefully people will take the time to
1: check us out, so.
0: Right. Well, I think that, well, you guys go to a number of shows down that part of the world, don't you? I mean, quite a few shows.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, well, actually, no. We just had the hunters' extravaganza, and there wasn't one waterfowler in there. Um, you know, it's more of a deer show. Um, there's, you know, the show at Lafayette, and then we're, we're thinking of one other one, uh, to put on the, uh, on the calendar for next year, so um we'll just we'll just play it by ear. Huh. If we do one or two shows a year, that's fine
0: with me. Right. You know. Well that kinda of surprises me. You said there was only there wasn't a, one a, one single waterfowler down there at the Hunters Extravaganza? No. No, no it's, it will
2: cater to you know, big uh, game.
0: Huh. Do what? He said it more okay. caters more to big game.
1: So Oh yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Well,
0: that's too bad. I mean, I know that deer hunting's huge down in Texas because you know you got all the the well you got all the deer hunters that pay out the nose to to go stumble around on private property and shoot fenced deer, which is crazy um, I mean, I love hunting deer, uh but I know I've met some of these guys that come up here from Texas to hunt our deer and uh what what they dish out to hunt our deer up here. They don't have a problem with. I mean it's like you gotta be kidding me. And they're like, you No, know, back home you know so much it is it's like uh
2: uh-huh.
0: Yeah, that's crazy, you know. Um Waterfowl's
2: I, not too far behind it either down here.
0: Yeah, as well the property
1: prices are it's it's kinda crazy now.
0: Well how much public property how much public hunting do you guys have down there for waterfowl?
1: It's not how much public we have,
2: it's how many Barnies are hunting it. Okay. Inundated with—I mean, you name it—you go out there. and For every good one, you've got five bad ones, you know. Yeah. Whether it be ego or just people not knowing any better.
0: Well, sometimes they know better; they just don't give a crap, you know. Um, that, <laughs> exactly. That's more often yeah. case.
1: Um I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty—I'm pretty fortunate. I got a, uh, a really good customer that has some really good flooded timber that he says here go. And uh so I've got that. Plus I take a lot of customers uh on guided hunts over here on the east side.
0: So um
1: you know, I'm pretty fortunate. I get to hunt some of the stuff I guided twenty five years ago, so
0: Yeah. Well that's nice that you get that kind of availability to you. I would just you know, I was just thinking that um I know that I know that real estate prices down there are just off the charts. I mean stupid for, for money uh for any land. I mean my aunt used to live over in, in Kerrville or right outside of Kerrville. And uh, there was a guy just down the road that had all this high fence and stuff, and he had a bunch of exotic, you know, animals in there. And it was one of those, you know, pay-to-shoot whatever he brought back from wherever. And uh, it was crazy. I mean, it was absolutely crazy. And and her little 10 old acres right outside of Kerrville there, you know, all mm-hmm. it was is freaking cactus and mesquite and more cactus and rocks and rattlesnakes. That that crap sold for god-awful fortune. This is back in the 80s, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, and it had all them big old chihuahua deer on it, you know, pick one up and put it in your front pocket, put another on your game vest. Uh, well,
1: that's what we call them out there in the hill country. I mean, we call them Doberman because they're about as big as a Doberman.
0: Yeah, so. they small. That, I mean, that is that is one thing. I, I don't know where they get them from down there on some of those shows. The bodies uh, on some of those, on the ones on the shows, I don't know. Those like northern strain deer they mix with southern strain deer to get the big antlers and the larger bodies or what?
1: Yes and no. It all depends on what you're looking for. It depends on what the, the cross you're looking for. If you're taking native does and you're breeding them to, you know, Dream Buck, I think, of course, he's dead now, but uh, they they paid four, 450000 hundred fifty or 480000 for that deer, and they were pulling a bunch of straws off of him. And they just had the Deer Breeders Association show, and... uh Dave, you, you know Pat Lester. He was talking about how much they were paying for straws to, uh, to breed to some of their bugs. So it, it's it's kind of crazy.
0: Wow. That's, that, that's just completely insane.
1: <laughs> it's a business turned into
2: a business. It, it, is,
1: it is a huge business here. Yeah. Um, but it, as far as a waterfowl property, um, you know, stuff we were paying – three dollars for, you know, twenty, twenty five years ago to lease is now twenty plus. Same acreage, same amount of water, same everything. Right. And and it's all simply because of it's all corporate. You know, if uh, if a big corporation come in and, and lease a big track, they'll pay it. They're not scared to write a check. So, you know, it's I will not wanna say it's pinched the little guy out, but it's it's definitely limited and for sure. right.
0: Well, you know, here's here's a good example of what I've said for a long time, and you're living proof of it. You know, you've got customers that you've taken care of that appreciate your friendship, appreciate the business you've sure. done with them, and they treat you right. I mean, you've you got permission to hunt their property, so not everything sure. under the sun is leased up. I think a lot of what happens, and I, I'm just kind of spitballing here, but I think a lot of what happens is a guy will get permission to hunt somebody's property, he'll take one of his buddies out to hunt with him. Next thing you know, the landowner's calling the original guy mad and a wet hen because who are all these people climbing all over my property? I didn't give all them permission. I gave you permission. Guys okay. will, will trespass because they, they they went there once, they found it again, and it was okay for me to hunt the last time. And it, no, it wasn't. Okay? And those farmers, those landowners, get bent out of shape, and they'll, they'll put their land up and they'll say it's posted even when it's not. And they do that just to keep people from bugging them. Okay? Yeah. Um, and the sad fact of the matter is, um, a lot of times, if you go to that property owner that's even got signs on there and says "posted, no trespassing," and and ask him if you you have permission to hunt, you might be surprised. I mean, even in the state of Texas, you'd probably be surprised. You know. Um, oh yeah.
1: But it's usually one guy that's screwed it up years ago, and and no matter what, in, in Dave's part of the world, I know where he. Where he hunts and, and guides, there, there's a lot of that that's happened. They just right. refuse to let anybody. They, do they, don't want the, they don't want the hassle.
2: They don't want the liability. Exactly. They, could care. they don't want the, the liability. liability you know?
0: Right. So. Well, here in the state of Kansas, um, it, this started about 20 years ago. Actually, right after Bill Jordan and Realtree came here and fell into a deer and shot one that just scared him to death. Uh, and he started bumping his gums about how good the deer hunting was here. Um, pretty soon, every everything looked like it had a river bottom attached to it started getting leased up, all right? Um, and a lot of farmers, you know, they they jumped on the bandwagon, and then when some of the bigger companies, like Realtree, for example, and, and some of the other ones are coming here to start leasing this land up and saying, okay, now, according to our lease, we get to hunt it, that's it. Nobody else. Not you, not your family, not friends or anybody else. And um, that went over like a turn in a punch bowl, you know? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, a lot of those bigger companies kind of got showed the door, and then you had some of the local guides started going in and leasing them, you know. Um, but there's still a lot of places that I mean I I have access to that I've had access to for years that um, they got signs all over the same place posted: no hunting, no trespassing, leased, blah blah blah, you know. And that's just because the farmer does not want to have somebody banging on his door, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing is, you want to go hunting on somebody's watershed because you just saw fifty thousand mallards down there. Uh, you don't go beating on his door at 4.30 in the morning because you saw him there the, the night before flying in there. You know, that'll more than likely get you a no real quick.
1: <laughs> well, when I was in college, it, you know, we uh, saw a bunch of birds right outside of town, found out who owned it, knocked on the door and said, hey, we're from, you know, we're, we're from close to Houston and we duck hunt. You mind if we come shoot these ducks? And if so, how much is it? And he said, what do you do up here? Well, sure, we're going to college. And he said, well, you don't have any money. Go out there and you can shoot everything except my quail and my pheasant. And if you get stuck, you come tell me, and i got a tractor. I'll pull you out. You know, that was great. Those days are in this part of the world, and as far as I know, and most of the is over. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, that's too bad. That's too bad. Because, you know, you got... I'm not I'm not ragging on people because everybody's brought up different. You weren't brought up to to respect other people's property, you know. It, you really can't be held accountable for the lack of uh, thought processes on your parents' part. But right, I've I've hunted with guys that were just flat rude to, uh, to landowners, you know, and it's like embarrassed the crap out of me. Um, never hunted with them again, you know. And it's like oh my god, you know. And uh,
2: common sense and courtesy go a long way in this day and age.
0: You know that I'll tell you what; those are two things that are completely lacking in this day and age. Yes,
2: right?
0: sir. Just to be blunt, common courtesy me, right. and, and and common sense. You know, yep. uh, <laughs> Lord have mercy. It's just it's amazing, you know. But it uh, is anyway. So, all right. Well, what else? What else can we talk about with JB Custom Calls? Uh, finest call maker in, in Texas. Uh, does a hell of a barbecue every every Saturday afternoon, about 4.30 at his place down there in the Gulf. Uh,
1: um, Beer? Well, bear. when Dave's over here, I usually put on a good feed.
0: Nobody I've else does i tend to put
1: on a good feed.
0: Wow. What does it do? Bye. When Bye. crawfish
1: season's in, we usually we'll mess with the bugs every now and again.
0: Are you serious? You go crawfishing?
1: Hell no, I go crawfish, I go buy them from the crawfish farm.
0: Oh, okay. Well, I thought you were all manly, you being a Cajun and all, you went out and had your own little... Your own little well, when stuff.
1: I was a kid, and in the spring, when the when the river get out of its banks, my, you know, I was probably three or four then, my dad would go set a hundred nets, and we'd come home with five or six tote at school. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. That's Big amazing. ones, too. Big as at- your can.
0: Or bigger. That is amazing. My my middle daughter Megan, I got to tell you this. She went to uh, New Orleans here a couple weeks ago. All right, uh, closer to a month and a half ago, and uh, she's kind of a picky eater. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, down there, you know, she got to sample a lot of things that I couldn't. I could not have gotten her to sample here if I had held a gun to her head. But down there, when she was with that youth group, you know, they started eating this and eating that. And well, you don't want to let somebody know you think something's yucky. All right, so you try it. That kid ate everything down there. I'm not kidding you. She came back talking about this and that, and she ate crawfish, and she ate some stuff made out of the chicken guts, and it's like, okay, what did you do to my daughter, and who are you? You know, kind of a deal. <laughs> it's crazy. And she she loves she loved crawfish. It was like, you're kidding, you know.
1: But, if they're done right, yeah, they're what, good. If you buy the Chinese ones, they're not.
0: Right. So well, I don't know nothing about Chinese crawfish, but. Uh, I just oh, they
2: import it. them.
0: They're good. I mean, uh, she lo- There's a place here in town we go to every now and then called Red Beans Bayou Grill, and you know I'll get the stuff made, but it has crawfish in it, the jambalaya. Yeah. You know, then, oh, I like it. It's like chewy shrimp. You <laughs>
1: know.
0: So. But anyway. Let
1: will tell you well, what we went to that. What was that, Dave? That sports bar we went to at Lafayette.
0: Uh, it was a um,
1: sports bar, man. That's some of the best seafood I've ever eaten.
0: Right. Yeah. A two Now that's a whole other show. Anyway. All right, man. <laughs> well, seriously, when is the app going to be available?
1: The app is up. It's been up uh about three weeks now. Yeah, about three weeks. Yep. And
0: is it being favorably um, received? Uh favorably uh, so far. Favorably favorably, I, so
1: far I think right. the only thing somebody said is uh I think Brad Davis said, Hey, when are you going to put a, uh, you know, a duck call video up there? So it, we're working on that. David's uh, trying to get ready to go back to school, and, and uh, you know, i got a little one going back to school, and my wife is a teacher. So we're kind of busy. We're all going in different directions right now, but uh, right. probably within the next couple of weeks we'll have a, a duck video up as well as probably another couple of spec videos. So, same okay.
2: thing. It, it, it'll, it'll constantly be updated, you know, throughout the yeah. year. So, uh, okay. you know, constantly trying to improve it, and make it better, so uh, help guys out who are willing to take the time to learn how to run a call. So. excellent.
0: What does the app cost somebody if they want to buy it? Zero. <laughs>
1: free. It's free. Okay. Uh, okay. It, it. You know. Is it, that it, the best you can do? Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'll flip you for it. <laughs> I, uh, you know, uh, Dave and I talked about it, and I I had to fork out some money, but I said, you know what? It's it's information that a lot of people should have, and I, I don't think, you know, we didn't see dollar signs when we looked into this. Is man, we can make we can make a lot of money selling this app. It's not about that. It's about getting this information out, and you know, helping somebody that that wants to learn to blow a spec call or, or one of our duck calls or any duck call. I mean, it's, you know, same applies.
0: Right. Well, good. That's a cool deal. I mean, that, that in and of itself is just way cool. That's awful nice of you to do that, you know. So. All right, right. I get well, even with
1: you. I know how to do that. How's that?
0: Do nice stuff? To offer uh, all the yeah, stuff charge I charge you for
1: every read I send out. Don't make me come up there
0: Oh, you'd get lost You know (laughs) I'll be in
1: Nebraska I'll be in Nebraska the first week in November
0: For what? What's going on up there?
1: I'm going to shoot geese
0: Uh, Nebraska geese Okay
1: Yeah, I don't want to go
0: to Cheyenne Bottoms and try to find them Uh, You won't find any geese there this year We are dry (laughs) I'm serious. Yeah,
1: that's, that seems to be the only thing that concerns me about going on the Nebraska hunt. is, uh, I mean, he said the, the Loop River's dry, and and that's pretty spooky.
0: Well, you just take a big goose egg and you put it right smack dab in the middle of Kansas, and it overlaps all the way up in Nebraska and the part of South Dakota, all the way down in Oklahoma and upstate Texas, and that that's pretty much where you got this big-ass frickin' uh, drought going on, dude. Where I mean, you I, mean, honestly, I
1: think it's going to do nothing but help us it, it may be yeah. I don't know Dave, on your side of town I don't know what the water situation ever became of. I don't know what ever became of that so still pretty whoa whoa, tight. whoa whoa whoa
0: what is that I don't know okay jesus christ yeah,
2: yeah what, the water sorry, situation still pretty, sure pretty tight on the west side
1: still okay.
2: yeah they're right. still up they're still up in uh up up in arms whether or not they're gonna release uh any water. They're not gonna release any water from the lakes. Um only thing they'll release is uh possibly what's downstream maybe downstream or uh what's in the uh in the canals, so uh, mm-hmm. if it if mm-hmm. it stays dry, you know, that's not gonna help the cause. We still need as much rain as we can get in between now and then in order to help the situation out. It's where it's, it's, it's pretty bleak right now with us. And some well, cut off we, the, where uh, we
0: get a lot of our rain from, in all honesty, is when those hurricanes hit down there and they kind of climb up and come on inland and we get some of it blown in here. You know, don't bring up the H word. I'm sorry, but I, I'm just telling you the truth. That's where you guys <laughs> have got it. I mean, you know what's coming. Oh, yeah. I mean, That's yeah. where you guys get a lot of your moisture coming up from the Gulf like that. Uh, all right. like
1: a tropical storm with lower winds versus what we had, you know, with Ike. I mean, okay, you know, I was pretty fortunate. I was really fortunate because I'm at 18 feet right here, and the tidal surge was at 16. And thank God it filled up the marsh before it got here. Right. So well, uh, we're I, pretty fortunate. Well, I apologize fortunate.
0: for not knowing the correct terminology. I don't. I don't wish any ill will on you or your clan. You know, by by God. The if one
1: shows up now, I'm coming up there. <laughs> I'm <laughs> evacuating plumb to Kansas.
0: Well, I'll tell you what. If you want to, if you want to come on up here after that starts and we get some rain out of the deal, I'll take an ass whipping for a couple inches of rain. <laughs> well, I gotta whoop your ass and
1: then make you take me to Cheyenne
0: Bottoms. Oh, that thing's so dry. We, we could get a bucket of water tossed in there, and I mean, it'd be gone and nothing flat. <laughs> it is. It is dry. Just um, <laughs> so,
2: basically dealing with what we dealt with last year. Oh yeah.
0: It's bad. But you know what? A couple years ago, it was the same thing. And like a week or two weeks before the season opened up, I mean, it just rained nonstop for like four days. Everything freaking filled up, and there was ducks everywhere. I mean, crap was flooded. Uh, So
2: much can happen between now and game time. You know, you never know. Oh, sure. Yeah. We're we're
0: fortunate
1: on this side of I-45 that all the watersheds are full. All the watersheds are full. So if they get any rain north of us, they're going to turn it loose, which keeps us in water, especially in the timber. So we're we're pretty fortunate on this side.
0: Well, good deal. All right, guys. Well, I'll tell you what. We're going to wrap this up. I just want to tell you both thank you very much for coming on. Uh appreciate you, the take out of it. And, Thanks uh, for
1: having us, man.
0: Hey, I, no, seriously, I, I appreciate it. And you're welcome to come back any time, Joe. Uh, well, all well, you got
1: to do is... All you gotta do is send that check down, and I'll come up. I'll come on time. Is that thing
0: cleared yet? <laughs> <laughs> I'll only
1: take cashier's checks
0: from now on. Okay, well that might explain it then. All right, guys. Well, hey, thanks a lot for calling in tonight. I really appreciate it. Okay. Enjoy the kicker
2: care. Care. as always, guys.
0: Take care. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was uh, that was Joe Briscoe and his buddy Dave. Uh, who, who blows calls, and they, they're on the DVD on the, on the, uh, not the DVD, I'm sorry, on YouTube, okay? Um, go to YouTube and just do a search for JB Custom Calls, and you can see Dave doing his deal there with the spec call. Um, he's got like three videos of that thing, and that's her new insert. It's a half-inch diameter insert, and uh, it's quite an awesome-sounding insert, you know, Um I, you know, I've I've have mixed feelings about the bigger uh, guts, but I, I've I've used those and I like them. I like the smaller guts. I've never used Joe's guts, but I've I've got some uh, stuff getting ready to come up that I'm probably going to buy some of his guts and try them out and see what happens. But um, I'll tell you what, I was pretty impressed. When you see those, when you see the DVD, you'll uh, you'll understand. All right. So, in any event, good night. God bless and take care.